Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Who's scruffy-looking? You might wanna buckle up, baby. I just assumed as a woman. We are, folks. Oh, my goodness. We finally made it here. We thought that it would be a mountain to climb, a summit to conquer. But no, it's just a podcast. Folks, thank you for joining us. We are the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. This is episode 105 on January 26, 2020. I am your co-host, Jimmy Dice, here with me in America, Ed Bossart. What's up, man? Hello, Galaxy. Hello, Galaxy. Hello, you. So, folks, we are joined by uh, some folks over in England. Actually, just one folk today. Uh, Mr. Kev Garbett, who's normally with us, just ain't here with us today. <laughs> so, the better half of our English half, oh, is our boy, the man from Shuttle, Mr. Chris Hall himself. What's up, man? Lavin, Lavin. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Just, uh, just because Kev's not here a lot. So, what are we gonna hey, do without those noises? I don't know. It's gonna be weird. <laughs> well, I thought he did that. I thought that was the. I thought that was a soundboard. Anyways, <laughs> folks, joining us as a guest today, special man from a special place, Breckenridge, Colorado, Mister Josh Nelson. What is up, man? I am. I am good, man. I am way up in that in the mountains, my man. Way up there, Breckenridge. You know it, yeah. man. Way up in those clouds. It's you know outrageous. It's cold. Sure, sure. Well, folks, we are the four people that you have the unfortunate luck of having to deal with this evening. But if you like us enough or you hate us enough, you can send us an email, scruffypodcasts at gmail.com, like us on Facebook, or unlike us on Facebook, slash scruffypodcasts. <laughs> we have a T public site. Check us out, scruffy looking podcasts. No G. Search it all. One word. Valentine's Day is coming up. You know she wants some McClunky. Get her a McClunky. Hell yeah, baby. Follow us on Twitter at Scruffy Podcast. Myself, Jimmy Dice, at Hebert207. Ed at Scruffy AB. Kev, who ain't even here, at KBG197 Whore. Chris Hall on Twitter, at Chris Hall Artist. Instagram, at Chris Hall Illustration. Etsy, Black Sheep Rebellion. Searched all one word. Our boy Josh, at Josh Tuck Nelson on Twitter. Also, on the Facebook, Mr. J Niles, Gamer Stream account. That's a J-N-I-L-Z for Zeta. Said this is reviews like a tune. Zed, 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 That's what the British say, right? Zed. What the boys? Oh, that's what the Queen, the bloody Queen says. We say Zed. Send us some iTunes reviews. Send us some emails. Rate us, not rate us. Do whatever. And here we are, and kind of here we go. Episode one hundred and five, boys. Our week in Star Wars. Ed. You must have had a whole lot going on this oh, week. Oh, yeah, I What's had up a with- ton going on this week. I did nothing. 
actually, you know, I did, I did get some comics rolling on my iPad. I've been starting to read them at work at, on my lunch break. So when I get a lunch break, which is also kind of rare. <laughs> but um, so I'm going to try and catch up on comics and get on that new Star Wars after Empire Strikes Back series, Charles Sewell. And hopefully that'll be soon. But uh, yeah, I've literally done nothing. I went to GameStop. I looked at their Funkos, saw nothing. I actually went in and left and got nothing. That's fucking wow. weird. Wow. Good man. Good man. My wife was proud of me. It's good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Chris, you? I know, I know you've all been worried about me this week, haven't you? Funkos. Super Funko worried. Watch. Yeah. Super 24 worried. hour Funko Watch. Seven days without a Funko. I'm pleased to say I've made it. Oh, my God. Give this yes. goddamn man Congratulations. a medal. Thank you. It was close. I've been to B&M Bargains about four times this week, and I've just looked, walked straight past them all. <laughs> but I, I've had kids today, and we went shopping. We went to Smith's Toy Superstore, which is just dog shit. <laughs> Honestly, I can't believe how shite it is for Star Wars toys. But anyway... I was walking past the Funko section and I saw this Kylo Ren and it's in a black box with it's from the new film. It's in a black box and it's got like all foil writing on it. And apparently it lights up and I picked it up and I was like, started dribbling on it and I put it straight back down. I was all right. I made it out. All right. But other than that, so I'm happy with that. Good times because they just stockpiling that. It's just silly. I was moving some boxes around earlier. I was like, I don't need all these. Because <laughs> they're crap, aren't they? And all, they're not even that good. Well, you're buying it for the box. I mean, you, you, you described the box in greater, more beautiful detail than the actual Funko. This is true. It's the foil. That's what got me. That's right, what almost like, ooh, got the, me, the foil. The nice black box, the gold foil on it. It's like, dude, hey, if you'd have seen it, Ed, Ed, if you'd have seen it, you'd have told him they'd done it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I am an expert on foil. If, Too much yes, foil. If you didn't know. <laughs> other than other than that, I went to see uh, Rise of Skywalker again for the eighth time. Uh, it was a brilliant, brilliant viewing experience because I went with my two older brothers. Uh, we rarely get together and do anything, and my oldest brother had not seen it at all. Nice. Um, and that was great because he sat in the middle of us, so obviously eight times in, I'm really familiar with it so i was just reading his body language and it, it made it a real fun experience nice. and he he really enjoyed it so Sweet. it's funny when lando turned up he just went billy d williams yeah. that, that lad. right at the end he just turned to me and went that was some deep shit <laughs> damn straight <laughs> yep. i was like you've obviously not been on internet for a month have you i okay so i do want to bring up and we can edit this out if you don't want it but you sent us a video today and i was laughing my ass off at the end of it yeah because it was it was like kind of like a live unboxing of this package and he's like (laughs) i've been waiting for a long time i've been keeping this from you guys i finally got it i'm 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 buying the thing should i just play it i mean i don't yeah yeah, i I could i could just i could bring it up right now and just play it on the podcast (laughs) yes this is is a pre-recorded live unboxing as jimmy would say sure 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 sure, <laughs> sure, sure. let right, me hear that here, box open 
here it we go. is. Now then. Been waiting for a long time for this bad boy. <laughs> Kept this one quiet. Can't wait any longer. So I'm going to splurge on it now. <laughs> oh, exciting. He's opening, opening the box. Oh, I'll be joining the ranks of the uh, deluxe collectibles, boys. Oh, wait a minute. No, I won't, because I'm a fucking adult, and all I ever do is buy fucking adult shit. <laughs> My new saucepans, boys. What do you reckon to that? <laughs> fucking wank. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pot and pan set. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was I was oh, was, I was like on the edge of my seat waiting. I'm like, oh, is it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Oh! <laughs> I was like, oh man, he got the fucking Ewok hot toy, didn't he? Well, that's right. It, when the box turned up, I was like, oh, that's perfect. Hot toys, Taz. Oh, can I have some fun yeah, with it? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that was hilarious. But anyway, that that was. His week in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> his week in his kitchen. Didn't buy any Funkos. Went to see Rise of Skywalker, but I bought some pots and pans. Brilliant. <laughs> Move along. What about Move you, along. Josh? Josh. Well, funny you should ask, because I don't know if you can see this pretty thing I'm oh! holding up, but I, I ordered foil. Uh, some... Foil. He, foil. Foil, no doubt. Uh, Beskar foil. I ordered some beautiful art from Chris Hall uh, during the uh, the Australian uh, Donation Week that he uh, you know he's so graciously donating all the uh, the sales to uh, the much needed Australian uh, Red Cross. I got to tell you, man, you really threw in a whole bunch of really cool Star Wars shit, my man. Like honestly, like I was so right. shocked and surprised. And my wife loves her uh, her Harry Potter, and uh, it's it's dude. You guys, if you haven't checked out his Etsy, come on, come on, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, and just a lot of awesome top grade A Mandalorian stuff because I love me some Mando. Um, and then the other thing is my wife and I are planning, we've been in full uh, Galaxy's Edge mode because we're going to be going to Galaxy's Edge uh, the first week of February. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah, man. Disney World, baby. Uh, gonna ride that Rise of Resistance. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, if we can get a fucking boarding group. Holy shit, it's so stressful. Um, oh, but really? Yeah, we and are it's, talking... like, it's like down for maintenance like every other day. Well, I think that's I think that's the one at Disneyland, right? Because they just opened that one up. They both but... do. Gina, Gina was in, my wife, was at the Disney World one. And she went once or twice. She went twice. First time. She's like, that's too, it's too much. I can't be there. Second time, got the boarding pass, was going to go, and it was down. Ugh. So then they're like, we will guarantee you a spot on Tuesday. She's like, well, yeah, thank right. fuck I'm like still here on Tuesday. But yeah, so then she got in on <laughs> Tuesday. I was going to say, because I, I know she went there. How, did, she, did she do any Rise of Resistance? Did she go on that Oh, yeah, she did. She did, it, and she that? recorded a five-minute video that I still haven't watched because I'm a yeah, bad husband. <laughs> well, you, you probably shouldn't because you'll be spoiled on it. Oh, true. You know what I'm true. saying? True. Because I kind of already got spoiled on it. But anyway, that's, that's pretty much it. You know, I didn't, I didn't really buy a whole lot except for, like I said, this amazing uh, – what, what do you call this? Chris Foyle, like, Mando helmet? It's like a, like a like foil type. What, what what do you do with it? 
Ed will tell you all about it. I'm an expert on foil. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't get the. Uh, did I miss an episode or something? With that? I don't get the. Yeah, I was like, yeah, hey, you did. I told him, hey, you should try and invert it, like make it so the foil's the other side, because that's like more Josh, of a helmet. Uh, I'll explain, Josh. What, what? That's the first time I've ever used foiling technique on any of my artwork, a special print technique called foiling, and I was proper excited. So when these prints came in, I was like, shared them on the Scruffy's group chat, and Ed's like. Uh, it's all right, but I'd have done it like this. <laughs> that's not how it went. Was... That's no, exactly that's, how that's it went. Out. Yeah, <laughs> that's outrageous. <laughs> it's outrageous. <laughs> I apologize again for like the hundredth time, but Ain't yeah, never gonna take it away. I'm just waiting to buy one. <laughs> Do it, man. What are you What are you waiting for? Hot damn! It's the most glorious Mando helmet oh, I've yeah. ever seen. Oh yeah, I'm getting yeah, it I'm with all my ass all over it. When When is <laughs> It's nice, good. perfect white with my shit on it. No, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm gonna wait till he gets that Baby Yoda stuff up. I'm gonna buy a shitload of that with the foil Mando. So I'm gonna wipe my ass on it. I'll be like, this is from Episode Two when he fights the mud horn. <laughs> <laughs> The signet has been revealed. <laughs> yeah, here's my signet. Scratch and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it, love it. Uh, anything else in your week, Josh? Oh, or that's about it, man. Months in the last few months. Wait, have has, so has your trooper outfit been completed? Yeah, I knew you. You no, had dude, a couple I hiccups. Even, I haven't even opened the new box, man. Yeah, man. Like I've just been. Oh, so dude, busy. don't open the box. Don't open the box. <sighs> Kev would say, don't open the box. Kev's not here. I need to speak for him. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, don't open the box because you'll it'll just stay in there. You'll never have it. You'll, you'll never have it back exactly. together, but enjoy it'll be so pretty it. in there. Don't want to enjoy it. Keep it in the box. <laughs> so, so for the listeners, Josh is assembling a Stormtrooper outfit so he can troop with the 501st. Am I right? That's that's correct, yes. Hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> and and um, you had a hiccup originally? Is that right? Like you were doing yeah. it, and then the, it was uh, the wrong side. I guess so the plastic mold uh, had, was, had some yellowing. So I guess the when they pull the plastic molds from the from the machine or whatever, uh, he he told me that it's a rare thing that happens, but it was pulled wrong or something. I'm going, you know, <sighs> that's something that you could have told me. When I ordered the damn thing, because I mean, <laughs> is there quality control? Though, do why do you you sending this stuff out? I'm 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 so he's a great great guy. I, uh, Walt's True Factory. He's a he's Walt's a good guy. And Where'd it was you get really Novos quality. Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking Novos. How long did it well. take? Like five years? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wouldn't even have it right now. But I do have this bad boy. You can't uh, for, those, those at home. Eleven. Oh. Can't see it, but it's my Eleven Blaster. So yeah, well, you can only do that in America, folks. Yeah. What's that thing made of? Can't shoot shit with it. Um, I don't know. Like, is it heavy? Uh, plastic? Like metal? No, it's, it's it's just plastic. It's oh, it's okay. a mold of like an actual uh, World War II SMG, I think, of nice. some sort. Nice. I don't know. Like, cool though. But <laughs> it is nice. fucking cool. I like that. Awesome, man. Oh, love it. Shout out to Graham. One of our is he a listener, Chris? No, I wonder. Graham? Graham? Nah, he never listens. Yeah, he he's <laughs> recently acquired a troop uh, sand. Trooper outfit? Yes. Stand Trooper, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't remember his, his number, but it's like TD something, 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 something in the 501st. Good on him. Uh, all right. Next, <laughs> James's Week in Star Wars. 
Um, my week in Star Wars, actually nothing really happened. Um, I started rereading some stuff, playing more Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I will divert for a moment and uh, talk about Picard real quick because we're, <gasps> we're just doing real fast. Loved it. Um, Wait, should we spoiler it. alert this stuff, or are we are we going into spoilers or what? Uh, no, no, I'm not going to go into spoilers, but I do want you to play that clip I sent you. Um, to, Picard was absolutely awesome. I loved where they were going with it. The, it a lot of cool, nifty little, I'll say Easter eggs and throwbacks they kind of threw in there. The opening scene you see as a flashback. That's not giving anything away. But the, my favorite thing that I had in the entire thing, because as, as you know, I'm big on music and watching musical transitions and so on, um, is in one, of the, in one of the scenes, I'll say, we're introduced to this Romulan uh, called um, Navek, I think, and uh, or Narek, Narek, that's what his name is. And um, the music on his entrance as he walks through, like the steam and the fog, is the same. It's a play on the, the true melody of the Romulan theme that was introduced, like season one. I think it was episode fourteen of uh, the original series, Balance of Terror, when they're introduced to the Romulans. So, Ed, you want to play that real quick? Yeah. So we I'm hear- gonna I'm gonna actually start with what you hear in Picard. And and then I'll play what's in the original Star Wars, or Star Wars, Star Trek. Okay. It's just one of them right. things where it's not going to sound anything like it, and everyone's going to be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah." No, it actually <laughs> sounds exactly the same this time. So there, some re- there was some of that shit going down at that David Collins Phantom Menace panel in Chicago. Oh really? Like Aww. everyone was buzzing their heads off, and I was like, oh, "I don't know what I'm meant to be hearing here." Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I wish so I was Jeff, there for so that, composer, composer Jeff Russo, who also did music for Star Trek Discovery, uh, did this in a really nice nod homage to it. And uh, right, I'll hit me. I'll, yeah. my reference, I got it from trekcore.com. So nice. I'll, I'll pretend. Josh, you seen Picard? I have not. It's on Ooh. my list. You like Star Trek? You Star Trek guy? Uh, I mean, I like it. I don't really know a lot about it. I haven't seen as probably as much as James has, but right. I mean, yeah. you, you up on discovery and stuff or no? no, no. Okay. So here we go. This is from Picard. Uh, in that clip, James is talking about. All right. So that was from Picard. Now, this is from 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah, long-ass time ago. Whatever it is. In uh, original Star Trek. Put it on the screen. It's the first time you see a Romulan? Yeah. There's like no dialogue. It's funny. I know. Oh, it's great. That's perfect. That's like s- spitting fucking not image audio. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, they kept it in the same key and everything, which I thought was really cool. And an awesome nod, nod for the uh, musical buffs out there who love to see this kind of stuff. I mean, we see it all the time in the prequel trilogy and the new trilogy, the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. You know, I mean, obviously it's John Williams doing all the music, but you see all the head nods back to Anakin's theme or Princess Leia's theme or the Han and Leia theme. You know what I mean? So it's really cool to see that. And I'm glad that the, the direction is going where it's going, where you're introducing 
the star one of the Star Trek's favorite villains, the Romulans. So, anyways, that's my week in Star Trek. Moving on to other things. <laughs> well, uh, on on the music thing, I love like in Rogue One when you hear the Imperial Suite. You know, uh, oh yeah, Jacino oh, yeah. does it, and you can you hear the chords, and they just inverts them. They're the same chords as like the Imperial March. Yeah, they go minor instead of major, yeah, or whatever. Or no, that's the recruiting video, but uh, the Imperial oh, oh, Suite. Yeah. That you're like, why didn't they do the Imperial March? But it's like pretty much the same chords, but just inverted or whatever. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Email us if I'm wrong. But anyway, um, continue with your week. No, that's pretty much it. So I'm working, uh, ordered some magnets for my little holocron 3D thing that I printed. Um, I'm holding it up to the camera so that none of you can see it, but you guys can. <laughs> um Visual medium. That it that it definitely is here. Yep, Scruffy Podcast. We are a visual medium. Um, but yeah, I'm going to work on this little holocron. I'm going to spray paint it br- uh, bl- brown. <laughs> I'm going to spray paint it blue and put these little... Uh, I'm going to make little notches in the plastic to inset these little magnets on there so that this little um, you know three-dimensional hexagon I have here, dodecahedron or something, <laughs> can turn into a cube. So it'll look like the actual Jedi holocron that you see in Jedi Fallen Order. Woo! Thank me. We're going to be talking about that later. Hint, hint. Sizzle, sizzle. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Right. Um, have you started painting the Razor Crest yet? I have to be Kev for this episode. Um, no, because actually I need to ask you, Ed, uh, what the hell I need to buy for this thing. Oh, okay. We will about get, ten, we, ten gallons of paint. To cover it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's in it's in two pieces in my backyard right now. It's the size of my truck. Um, I didn't realize it would three D print this big, but oh well. <laughs> Can you three D print a car for me? No. That was Dude, funny. they fucking three D printed a boat up at U Maine. I mean, I could do anything. Did man. they really? Yeah, yeah dude. U Maine is University pr- of Maine, if people didn't realize. Yeah. University of Maine and Orono made the world's first, largest, and longest 3D printed boat. Takes two dual or twin 350 horsepower Yamahas in the back or something like that. Things ridiculous. Ooh, damn. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Ship. <laughs> Ship, baby. Okay. Um, next. Oh, let's. Ed, Ed, uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. I've just remembered. We got our. Uh, we finally got our Disney Plus date. Oh yeah, finally. Uh, yes, March twenty fourth. Uh, they gave you. They gave you a week. Yeah, they gave us. They gave us an extra week <laughs> from what they originally said. So March twenty fourth, uh, we will be able to sign up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's five pounds ninety nine a month or fifty nine ninety nine for a year. So I don't know what that converts out like. That's like 70 bucks, 70, 80 bucks. And I pay... Josh, did you jump on that uh, $3 whatever thing for three years? I, I sure did. So and did I, I got to tell you, though, even if you didn't, like whatever price you're paying up front, there's more than enough content to justify it. I mean, there's just... Like, oh I mean, especially if you're a Disney, I mean, apart from the Star Wars, uh, but if you're into Disney or Pixar or any of that stuff and, uh, you know, they got National Geographic and, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. But there's some good, there's some good if quality have, uh, documentaries kids, as well. Yeah, documentaries. If you have kids, right? Yep. Dude, perfect. dude, all the dude, Disney movies. dude, stop. 
stop. They got fucking cool runnings. I'm done. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> First Jamaican bobsled team, man. Yeah, man. Wagwan, brethren. Blood, blood, no. I get to take a hot shower just thinking about all this ice. <laughs> well, there you go, Chris. You, you got cool runnings now. Or you yeah, won. can't wait for that. Well, and I can uh, uh, cool runnings. That will be day one viewing, and I'll finally be able to watch Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Question, Chris. You know, with all this money that you're going to be saving from not having to fly to our house every week. Which hot toe are you going to buy first? I've got some more pots and pans to get, mate. (laughs) It's outrageous. Those are some hot toys. (laughs) Can't wait for the solo mall that's going to be coming here soon. Is it really? Oh, Oh, yeah. That's sweet. 2020, I think. Kev's going to be so pissed. (laughs) When is he not? Yeah. (laughs) Josh is on and we're talking about hot toys as well this isn't right this is I don't know what kind of accent that was (laughs) what was that I don't know that was a good one (laughs) oh I was right pissing wanking when you're talking about my bits and what's it (laughs) no I've done me like a rat kipper lad Do you say that ever, Chris? Kipper? Yeah, Tell me like yeah. a kipper? Oh, I thought yeah. I thought he was saying that it was like an older thing. I don't I don't know. I, I wasn't sure. That was commonly said. But anyway, let's move on to Josh. Let's get to know Josh. I mean, we already kind of know him. He's been on the podcast like six times. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. Four? How many times? I don't I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. A good amount. Yeah, time. that was BC though, wasn't it? Scruffy BC. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is our this is our, our maiden voyage together, Joshua. Oh yeah, I love it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Popping the cherry. All right, let's get on with this. In the uh, what, what kind of interview you call it? Like a rapid fire? Is that what we're calling? Well, it? It's but not to be really. Rapid fire, but just, just take your time. Everyone else does. <laughs> Just, oh, just I got be- this. No, no, no. I got this, dude. Don't even worry. Just before we do, though, just I was, t- I was talking about that Phantom Menace panel one time a minute ago. Yes. <laughs> and we were sat on the same road, Josh, during that. Yep. And I remember, I think there was Cruiser and someone else in between us. And I remember when uh, David Collins was talking about the pod race and while all the fanfares and stuff's going on, when they bring Jabba out, they play Jabba's theme like slightly underneath like everything. And when he pointed, he pointed it out, and I re- Josh just went, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. It was great. Like it was like the room was silent. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you know, <laughs> fuck yeah. Anyway, uh, are you ready, sir? I am ready, man. Cool. Right, let's do this. Let's so do you can take your time, or you say you've got this. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean he's listened. He's listened to our podcast before. I, think. I mean, yeah, like it's not. It's not a unless you mix it up, then you then I might be in trouble. But like okay, guy. let's go. Favorite Star Wars trilogy? OT. Favorite Star Wars movie? Oh crap! Oh no! Oh no! Uh, Empire Strikes Back. I, it's it is what it is. 
Least favorite Star Wars movie? Uh, Attack of the Clones. Favorite Star Wars TV show? The Mandalorian. Ah, you see, that's the new. Everyone says Clone Wars, don't they? And now it's changed. Yeah, now it's changed. Do you read books, Josh? I do. Favorite Star Wars book? I uh, don't have a favorite book, but I do have a favorite trilogy. It's Thrawn. All the Thrawn trilogies. All the Thrawn books. <laughs> yeah. Favorite. Oh, I, I'll chuck this one in. Favorite Star Wars video game. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Uh, uh, crap. The N sixty four. The uh, Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron all the way. I don't know what, but it, I just it's my favorite. I love it. Nice. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So, favorite good guy or girl? Uh, Ray. Uh, nice. Yeah. Favorite villain? Thrawn. Seriously, Thrawn. What are you saying about that, Jimmy? Hmm. Very excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not even fucking listening, is he? Yes, I right. am. We're moving along. He's just hiding favorite his boner. Uh, favorite background <laughs> character, TK421. Why aren't yes. you at your post? Josh. Not at this post. Josh. What? That TK421 lives in my village. What? What? The guy that played TK421 lives in my village. You shit me. No. That's awesome. That's that's incredible. I met, I, met, I met him when I was about fifteen, and he was also a he was one of the workhouse brats in Oliver as well. The music. Man. He's my favorite man. Oh. <laughs> Next time you see him in the in the in the mart, tell him, <laughs> in I, the mart. Tell him I love him. Tell him he's all the right. Best. I yeah, will. I'll say, my friend Joshua, he bloody loves you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. What we're saying, um, light side or dark side? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, was dark side, but recently it's kind of starting to change. I'd say light side, my man. There's a lot of cool lore on the Jedi side. Yeah, good man. Good man. What color would your lightsaber be? Ooh, I don't know, man. I blue. It's blue all the way. It's Ooh. it's good. I love it. It's the only choice. It's the only choice. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> apart from what, apart from what we know, we're already getting Disney Plus show. You'd most like to see. Mm. Mm. Uh, it just just from a pure stand uh, like fan fiction point of view, uh, Old Republic. I don't know. I Knights of the Old Republic. I know people are freaking out about it. I know there's some rumors and stuff, and I know it's kind of silly, but dude, I want to see it. It'd be cool. I think mm, it's great for heard. TV. I don't know I, the format, the characters. Even if they tweak it a little bit, I just want to see it, man. I want to see that Revan. Give me some. And that, the actor you'd most like to see in it. Oh fuck, dude! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody say. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, uh, <sighs> just say Emily Blunt because Kev's not here. <laughs> Emily Blunt. <laughs> Matthew Broderick. Uh, I don't know, man. What? Whoever, whoever pl- voiced the Revan, put him in there. I don't know. He's probably like, you know, he's probably up for it. I don't know. <laughs> sweet, sweet. I don't know who that is, but have you? Do you? Are you a collector guy, Josh? Oh, you know it, man. <laughs> I, uh, Surreal, yeah. like, Avid like, listeners will know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the barge. The barge is right there. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Favorite Star Wars collectible that you own? 
Ooh. It is the. I'm looking <clears throat> that way though. It is a graded v- Kenner Vintage Return of the Jedi uh, Tie Interceptor. It is graded in a giant acrylic box, and it doesn't have the stickers on it. And it's got the Tie Pilot. It's got all the certificates, and it's it's beautiful, man. It's absolutely nice. I love the Tie Interceptor. One of my favorite uh, Tie Fighter uh, uh, types, if you will, Tie types. Apart from the tie defender, the tie defender is pretty cool. What's it? What's it graded at, Josh? Oh, 80, I think. Can't really see. It's it's eighty. I think it's just eighty, and then I eighty up, but like eighty, I think. Is that good? Eighty-five. It's yeah. pretty good, man. Like they, I mean, it depends on if you go CAS or I don't know what the other one is, but um, I use CAS. But I think like anything above seventy-five is pretty damn good, dude, especially for Kenner, because mm-hmm. you know Kenner. Kenner can run the gamut between beat the shit or like pristine condition. And I, I, I don't think there's a lot of like 95 or a hundred percent grades. I don't even know if they go to hundred. I'm not sure. I've been out of the, the vintage collecting game for a while. So I'm a little, I was going to uh, say, <clears throat> does it cost a lot to grade stuff? It, it well, it does this one did because it's it's custom. Like they they actually never done this before. So like I mean they've they've done a whole bunch of different ones, but when you don't have one they've done, it's like a little bit extra just to put it in like a, a case and do design work for it and stuff. But I think typically it's like fifty or fifty dollars or eighty dollars something like that, and whatever wow. it is to um, ship it. Where, but does it? Where do you which, ship it to? There's two main companies, isn't there? Josh, which one yeah. do you use? C- CIS. CIS. Yeah. So collect- collective Ar- Archive Services. And I got that from uh, listening to Johnny Grasso, and he had that yeah. one of the dudes on. I actually stopped by his booth at Celebration and said uh, hello. And he's like, you're the TIE Interceptor guy. And I'm like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, the one and only TIE Interceptor guy. No. Yeah, the one and only TIE Interceptor guy. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, is there a, have, you, have you got a white whale? For that collection, Josh, is there oh, what? So many. What's the I number know, man, one? Like, um, you know, what'd be really cool to have is uh, the uh, rocket firing Boba Fett. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, right now, I, I think the most attainable one is probably the Vinyl Cape Jawa because that's the one I put off, and it's it's probably everyone's. But it just uh, like I saw uh, turbos. Oh, that was shit. like. You've got a fucking vinyl cape Jawa. How have you not said anything about it? He's like, oh, you know, no worries. It's just, it's just a vinyl cape Jawa. It's, it's not a big deal. It's just found it in the drawer, mate. You yeah, know what I mean? No, it works. It's just an edit piece. <laughs> <laughs> when we finished recording last week, I showed that to Kev. And I was like, because I knew what reaction I get. You saw it, didn't you? Ed? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, you know, Turbo. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, look what he found in his drawer this week. And I showed him the picture and he's like, <laughs> in his drawer, yeah. <laughs> Kevin was just like, I grabbed my phone up, man. He was like, dribbling. Like, oh, it's beautiful. It's goddamn beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think like, he, that was his when he was a kid, right? He didn't yeah. get it, like, after or anything like that's that. That's right. That's right, which is extra cool, which, good on him. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I like, that was, I loved how chilly was, though, because... You and Strut were like, holy shit, dude, get that graded and yeah. get a weapon bought for it. And he's like, oh, I don't bother, it's all right. He's <laughs> just sitting here, it's all good. Just like looking at him. <laughs> what Brilliant. are those going for online? Do we know? God. Ish. Ish. 
Uh, I know it's 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 above it's above a thousand. I like I said, I've it's been in out the thousand. Yeah, it's, I've been out Jesus. of the market for a while. I, I have a yeah. an app that can tell you. What are the Boba Fett's going for? The oh, oh someone bought a silly. prototype for uh, three hundred fifty thousand dollars. I Holy think was was on what? an auction. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding you. I was like, that's wow. the cost of a house. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're buying a piece of plastic. It's not even painted this big. Wow! For three hundred and fifty grand, Jimmy, idiots. Jimmy, just go three D paint a three D print one, dude. Yeah, yeah I, fuck, I, I, I'll dude. sell that for three hundred fifty bucks. You can buy one on eBay for twenty five bucks. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Just make sure it's the right size, Jimmy. Oh fuck! <laughs> Giant statue of Boba Fett in your backyard. It's like thirty feet tall. Cool, oh, cool. I'll, I'll, fin- I'll finish with this, and then if you guys have got anything else. Um, is there anything that you'd like that they don't currently make? Mm, that's a really good question. Uh, I would love a, uh, a HasLab version of one of the uh, original Star Destroyers, like the OT Star Destroyers. Oof. I, Where would you put it? Oh, <laughs> I, that's a good damn question, man. I don't know. I see room <laughs> behind him right now. now. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably put it on a shelf, man. I don't know. <laughs> that's what I'm awesome. Like. Brilliant. That would be sweet. I'm yeah. surprised they haven't done that yet. Well, they have the they have the Lego one now, which right. is which is just as big, if not bigger than the, the current barge. Mm. God, could you imagine like, like a barge Hasbro one? Oh. With cutaways and it's like you can oh, you can go inside it and you're on the deck and it's got tar fires. Hashtag nerd bone roulette. Bone roulette. Bone roulette. I have a question Brilliant. for you, Josh. I know you like like uh, troopers, right? Yeah. Um, you want to be one? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite sure. trooper of, of all the ones that are out there? Oh. Dude, you haven't you even have to ask, man. Fucking fucking TKs, brother. Yeah, the TKs. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. TK? OT. OT. Two one. You gotta tell him, man. Tell him. Tell him I said hi. <laughs> tell him Josh sent you. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell him I said hi. I'm a big fan. Really <laughs> big fan. Oh god. <laughs> Any other questions for Josh? Anybody? I got one. Uh, back to books, uh, real quick. Um, your favorite trilogy, Thrawn trilogy. What was the first like Star Wars book you picked up? Like, where were you? Like, how old were you? Like, what got you into it? Reading. Uh, that's a good question, man. I mean, it it wasn't like a novel, but the first one I ever picked up was my mom found it at the uh, at the local uh, flea market. It's the Return of the Jedi storybook, one of the the early ones, the early print, and I can't remember yeah. who published it, but you know the one I'm talking yeah. about. It's yeah, like the storybook. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, man, it smelled like mothballs, so you knew it was good. You knew <laughs> it was original, man. Is yeah. That, did, yeah. Did it have the red cover with the Empress Guards on it? I think. Or was it like maybe, the comic book? The, the no, I, one, I think it. it did. It did. Yeah, that was the first, the first like bona fide Star Wars book I, I ever had because I had the VHS 
that I would watch, like the OT trilogy on VHS, and I would wear those tapes out. She's like, Lee, you should check out this book I got. I found it. I think it's Star Wars. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Cool, man. That's uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. It's weird because like you you go back in time and you're just like ah, where was like the first book I picked up? Like for me, it was um, uh, the Jedi Academy trilogy, Kevin J. Anderson. Oh um, yeah, Jedi Search, the Search, something like that. God, I can't remember the first uh, first name of the book, but that intrusive Bakora. but yeah man it's, it's cool yeah because it's funny like you know you read a couple of the books and it brings in this whole thing and then you find the book that has the timeline of all the other books in the back and it's like oh my god now i can like start somewhere and go through them yeah well did you what about what about all you guys what what books did you get just while we're on the subject so it's not one-sided my my, my first was the thrawn trilogy okay like literally like heir to the empire and um my brother read them, and he was like, you go to read these. I was like, okay. Boom. All right. Sold. Nice. Right yeah, it was, it was the Jedi Academy trilogy, the first one for me, and then the hardcover Truce at Bacora, which takes place like days after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that, was, that one was a hard one to read. It kind of turned me off from books for a while, but then I realized, like, oh, no, it's just that particular book was a really hard one to get through. Right. Wait, which book? Truce at Bacora? Yeah, yeah that one's a tough one. I was yeah, I, I um I stole that book from my library, from my local library. <gasps> no way. Just it said Star Wars on it, so I was like, oh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then I opened it up. Oh, it's just words, man. Fuck this shit. <laughs> you thought it was pictures? <laughs> no pictures, rubbish. I could take it to the dumpster, threw it in, was like fuck this. Not for me. <laughs> did you? I, I have a question for you guys. If you've read it, did you like print, Courtship of Princess Leia? I don't know what that is. The, the, the book. Um, the book. Did yeah. you read it, James? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Those were like the Jedi crash ship, the Chuanthor or something like that. I can't remember a funny they're name. On, it was I think they're on Dathomir. Dathomir, yes. Yeah, yeah. so on Dathomir, you're introduced to Prince. Um, what's his name from the something in Consortium or something like that? Who's going or from Hapes? the Hapes Consortium, and he's going to marry Leia, but then Han Solo is in love with her and wants to marry her, so he asks, it's almost like, you know, this thing of, like, the princess who's going to marry the prince, but you get the scruffy guy, Han, who's going to, like, break it all up and marry her in the end. Yeah. There's actually one line, if you remember from, from it, like, opening chapter, or first section or something like that, C-3PO announces this entire thing that Han Solo is the descendant of some, like, generations past king on Corellia. Whoa. Do you remember that? I yeah. vaguely do actually. That should yeah, be are you kidding me? That isn't are you kidding me? Holy. So this God. is obviously EU is what we're talking about. Are you about. kidding me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounds like shit so it oh, must yeah, be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're first introduced to the Night Sisters, the witches of death. Oh, he's like, gone now. Oh. He's off. <laughs> you know, it's, there's a lot of good stuff There's there. canon like, stuff in it. Yeah. Up in order. Yeah, Jimmy, was, just asked if you'd read it. He didn't want a review. <laughs> <laughs> but then that leads to like the sequel books of. Anyways, <laughs> I I really liked it for some reason as a teenager reading it. I don't know. I was connecting with it a lot. All right, so let's uh, move on to B More Lando. This is a segment where we read a page from the B More Lando. <laughs> this 
necessarily sit back, relax, take some advice for from my favorite hero. I don't know if it's everybody's favorite hero, but it should be. Um, so today's, this week's is entitled Be Approachable. Be sure, Approachable. Sure. No one likes a re- renegging Rodian. It's important to show that you're a reasonable business person, that you're open to concessions. If a contractor you've hired for a job suddenly springs a surprise out-of-pocket expense on you, consider what you'll gain by pulling out of the deal altogether. (laughs) Pulling out. Lando knows all (laughs) about pulling out. Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Probably nothing. So don't cut off your... this is a Cut word. Off your what? This is a word I don't really. Pro- proboscis. This might be a Star oh, yeah. Wars thing. I have nothing of. Is that a, it's the thing a, in the front? Oh, the thing in the front. Okay. The, oh no! Wait, no, the thing in the top. The top on the Rodians. Little. little oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I didn't know that. Proboscis. Yeah. yeah. Proboscis. 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 Yeah. Anyway. Sure. So don't cut off your proboscis to spit in you to spite your face. A concession now can mean a bigger gain further down the hyperspace lane. And the quote is from Lando himself. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. But I accept it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes, Lando. Thank you for your advice. I mean, to me, to me, to me, that feels like, you know, you should always see when there's a losing bet up ahead. Cut your losses. And try again later. Yep. Jimmy Dice knows. Flow through you. Whoops. Dude, when you when you're rolling <laughs> dice and those dice are cold. <laughs> I mean I accidentally hit a button. <laughs> I hit I hit a button. It, it worked a little bit. It was kinda of funny. Um are you ready for Are You Kidding Me? It's kind of like a lame Are You Kidding Me, but whatever. We're gonna do it. It's kinda of cool. Come I was, on. It's gonna yeah, be kind of cool it's, it's too. It's alright. It's all right. Sorry? So, Are You Kidding Me is a segment where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say... Are you kidding me? So, yeah. Here it is. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it worked well. Alrighty. So, spoiler alert. For those that have not seen Rise of Skywalker, if you have not, why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> All right. In the Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> um, if one remembers the scene where the Emperor is shooting lightning up into the ships and the sky, whatever, and you see the and Jedi the talking, sky. the Jedi are getting behind Rey and they're talking and that skyline behind them. Is the same skyline you see in A New Hope at the beginning. Oh. What, the, the actual star constellation? Yeah. 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 Each star is in the exact yeah. same position. Yes. Which is impossible. So, Patrick Tubach, who is the visual effects supervisor, one of the visual effects supervisors, he says, one small nugget that somebody may not have picked up on is that you, when you fly up through the giant lightning tree and you get up to that top of the tree and she hears the voices of all the Jedi, that star field you're looking at 
is exactly the that episode for Starfield. That is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pick that up opening night, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> That's exactly where it was. You got your you got your little star charts, you <laughs> yeah. pull it out of your pockets like yeah. Yeah. Now, see the proper oh, the proper answer to that would Chris would have been Oh yes, yes, it was riding around episode uh, no ver- fourth or fifth time I went and saw Rise of Skywalkers that I noticed that Starfield looks very familiar. <laughs> well done, JJ. I see what you've done there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, speaking speaking of JJ, he says that quote that was very important to JJ. He really wanted to have that moment, harking back to the very beginning of Star Wars, and that I think was bringing it all back together. Yeah, I thought. I mean, that's cool. I I really dig that. I like those touches. Yeah, doesn't hurt nor harm nor do anything, but it makes the heart feel full. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back. Oh, Jimmy, nice. <laughs> Yeah, Thank you, once Jimmy. All, I surprise even myself. Yeah. All right. Um, we got two pieces of news we're going to go over right now. And the first one is the trailer for Clone Wars Season 7. And it's Filoni. So we know we get a lot in trailers. Maybe a little too much. But we don't care, right? We love it. Right. Yep. So I'm going to play the trailer here, and uh, afterwards we'll talk about what we think about it. We're not going to go through every scene or anything like that. There's other podcasts and YouTube channels for that shit. We'll just talk about our feelings, our deep, deep feelings, and we'll go from there. And then after that, Jedi Fallen Order. We're going to finally go over this game, this amazing fucking game. Uh, Finally. So here it is, the the uh, trailer for episode seven, the official like trailer for episode seven, put out by StarWars.com for uh, Clone Wars cartoon. Roll it. Soon, the galaxy will be remade. The Jedi. And Republic will die. I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Great care we must take. Why would anyone walk away from being a Jedi? We were trained to be keepers of the peace, not soldiers. We clowns have mixed feelings about the war. Without it, we wouldn't exist. All part of the plan. The plan. Everything is about to change. Choice made 
has led to this. The final season streaming February 21st. Holy Ooh, shit. Wow. Who did not get goosebumps watching that? Oh, man. Dude, that was so cool. <laughs> Chris Hall raises his hand. Have you not? You don't like Clone Wars, Chris? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it's- <laughs> That's what I said. I Dude, I am so excited to hear some more. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi Clone Wars. He was so good. Was his name James Taylor or something like that? Because I remember he was a singer. Yeah, Yeah, James Arnold Taylor. I remember him by James Taylor. Jimmy, he um, was the Imperial officer in that fan film that you were watching the other week. Yeah, on Tatooine. Oh, the the Tatooine one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Nice. Nice. I dig it. I like it. I like it. No, the... um, the uh, I'm excited to see him because I really liked how his character developed with the Clone Wars arc with Satine and all that stuff. But this is going to be so cool. We're going to see the Siege of Mandalore, I think, because I just rewatched the episode of Rebels where they come across Rex. And they're like, oh, yes, I served with Ahsoka at the Battle of the Siege of Mandalore and all that stuff. So it's going to mm. be cool to see all that tie in as well. I, I love the scene where the 501st, the clone troopers painted their helmets to match Ahsoka. Like, that was cool. Yeah, like her uh, facial that. paint. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited to see how, because if you have read the Ahsoka novel, have you read that, John? Yes. I haven't, no. So oh, in, in the so- beginning of it, it's not really a spoiler, it's the beginning, right? <laughs> uh, uh, actually, it's kind of spoilery of the end of the season seven of Clone Wars. That's true. So uh, maybe I won't bring just it up. Just hit the, hit, the, hit the spoiler button. Just fucking right, hit the Yeah, I just want to hear Chris Hall's voice. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy, <laughs> and we shall have spoilers. So, at the very beginning of the Ahsoka novel, it's sort of like a, 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 a prologue to the story, and the story basically ends where, or begins where, I believe Clone Wars Season 7 is going to end, and it's Ahsoka Tano burying her lightsabers at a grave on Mandalore, and the grave, I think, is of Captain Rex. So the idea being that Rex killed Ahsoka and took took her lightsabers as a trophy, and she had to bury it there because that's when Aura 66 was executed, so to speak, and all the Jedi were, you know, everything went down with that. Uh, and obviously Rex and Wolf and his other buddies were able to like persevere and save through that. Well, I don't know what they like, took the chips out of their heads or what, but so we kind of know how season seven Clone Wars is going to end based on the introduction of the Ahsoka novel. But Re- Rex is in Rebels, so like Rex is in Rebels. Yeah, Rex well, no, right, Wolf. but I, cor- correct. But I think they faked their deaths so both that of the them Empire, did. yeah, 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 because yeah. yeah, they both went, went their separate ways. There's a in Rebels you can see the scar where he took his chip out because I in in Clone Wars there's that arc where they're they're it's not um, not fives but one no, one of the other starts going crazy and tries to take it out and they kind of yeah. discover it's there yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. a good that's one I love oh. every, every listener should watch Clone Wars especially the last couple seasons it's yeah. it's my second favorite 
the Star Wars TV show. But actually, rewatching Rebels has really been an eye opener for me because I I real I mean I liked it yeah. I, I loved it when I watched it. But then when I rewatched it, I was like, "Oh, this is actually that's really good." Man, I don't hate I don't hate this at all. Yeah, but it's got Thrawn too, yeah. so you know. Yeah, yeah. When when you yeah. when you binge it, it does add a different factor. To oh, it. and it just one side. I don't mean to, to just one little side note. If you watch The Witcher, uh, the guy that voices Thrawn is the uh, that wizard dude. <gasps> oh, Lars Nicholson. Yeah, because I was oh, like listening. To brother, I was yeah, like, yeah. that's Thrawn. Because, I mean, no, it's the same guy, right? It's Galen it's not... Erso's brother, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's Lars Mickelson that I think Yeah, does. but it's the same. This, Lars Mickelson is the, is Thrawn, and he's also Lars Mickelson in the show. Anyway. Yeah. Love it. That's Love cool. those connections. Love it. Um, so I'm just going to say a few things that occurred to me watching the trailer a few times. Uh, you see Caleb Dune, and if you don't know who that is, that is uh, Kanan. From Rebels. Yeah. So Heard. in in that room where they're doing the holograms and they bring back that scene where he's saying, I sense a plot to destroy the Sith from the movies. And you see Devil Balaba there with her Padawan, little little boy, which we know is yep. is no. uh can yeah. Didn't that hit didn't R. that R. hit you? It was like a glimpse, but like everyone caught Well, it. I didn't know it was him, really. Because I because I didn't because I didn't know who she was at first, and then it came out later that it was, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah." It's it's officially unconfirmed, which means it's more likely than not. Yeah, it right. makes sense they throw that in there, right? It's oh yeah, Filoni, why would they? Big time. Yeah. yeah, so that that was one of the things. Um, getting that view from the clone troopers saying, "Like, well, without the war, where would we be?" Like, like we don't. Yeah. yeah like war i guess we're trying to prevent war or stop war but we wouldn't be here without it that's true but i mean they're soldiers like all they've done is like so destruction and everything else i don't know that line kind of like it's a cool line definitely very cool to say but it, ma- well, it, ma- like it makes to, you th- it makes pulling you th- at something yeah well it makes you think about like 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 you manufacture guns for your army the guns don't have personalities. They're there to be used as tools. You're manufacturing clones for this war. They have personalities. They will talk. They they have their own opinions. So this is what you're hearing, and it's kind of like it's kind of a cool angle that they're going with, with that. That smell. Because they literally are manufactured, right? I mean, they're oh yeah, they're, they're, they're grown, oh, yeah. man. They're grown and educated and shipped off. Um, I'm trying to think if there's other. Th- there's definitely other things from. The you see Z95 Headhunter. <gasps> love seeing that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you see the old school Y wings. I mean, I just no. You I don't just... see Captain Tarples. <laughs> Chris, we need to get Captain Tarples back. Looking coward. Now it's all of them. I th- I Bloody think hell. Chris, would, what would you do if Captain Tarble showed up on a major motion picture again? That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? You you would like? I feel like <laughs> we'd all hear it over here. You say, wouldn't it? Doodle this time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You say big doodle this time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Those are Zanka. You are going to the bosses. These are going to the bosses. You are a big. Hey, I, I feel like there might—I feel like there might be a chance he could be in this. You never know. Yeah. I mean, of the Gungans, I would say he was my favorite Gungan, Captain Topless. Oh, of course, he's he is. just like—he's like, God damn it, not again. He's the most real one of them, like the most uh, like normalized personality. Ah, dude, I, dude, I just fucking love his mustache. That too. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amen. Absolutely. Uh, anything else from the trailer, you guys? Are you, uh, you talking about what you're excited for? I mean, I'm just super excited. February 21st cannot come here soon enough. Yeah, Amen. seriously. I love that it's coming so soon on the uh, on the coattails of, of Mandalorian. Yes. I know, dude. I know. Well, that's the thing. What are you going to fill in between now and next fall? I mean, next I fall. Know. It's, it's like nine months away, but still, it's just like, ah, I want it now. Well, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're releasing it weekly, correct? So it's not going to be all coming out at once. Correct. So it's yeah. it's, it's going to be the same because I I fucking love that because especially with 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 Star Wars because you get to talk about it in yep. in that show form you get to talk about that episode and stew on it for a week yeah and then you you know what I mean so it's just fuck yep. it's, so yeah. glad they went that they've gone that route with Mando as well mm-hmm. yes oh yeah yeah well I mean it's just like with um, House of Cards and stuff like that it's back when House of Cards was doing amazing in the ratings um. Everybody was talking about it for two, three months, but then it was done. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this, you're talking about it for three to five months, and then months afterwards because you have that time to rewatch it and stuff like that. So the, yeah, you're not delivering that content right away, but I love the fact that they're going back just weekly episodes. I mean, it's old school. People look forward to it. Then people start making parties for it. People are like, oh, I'm going to come mm-hmm. over to such and such's house. And Kevin, Chris are going to fucking fly to our house to watch Mando. It's going to be great. <laughs> like, I'm going to make an amazing buffalo chicken dip. Um, so, like, those kind of things, you know, kind of get everybody together. There's definitely some some uh, Revenge of the Sith vibes in this trailer. I mean, it's getting there, folks. Like, Because, yeah. I mean, I, it, it might be... It might be just like what I don't I don't know because it's taken out of context. Obviously, it's a trailer, but that bit where Anakin lights up his saber in front of the the separatist generals or whatever, and you're yeah. like, is that the one where is that like he's clearing because you clear out yeah you, well you see him clear out the room on Mustafar because of you know orders right and then but but is that the only are those the only loose ends he's tying up you know what I'm saying are we because because that's the one thing is are we We've got Mandalorian stuff. We've got that stuff happening, which is fantastic. Give me more Mandalorian of, of anything. Just Mandalorian in general. I fucking love that shit. But, yeah. Yeah. but are we going to see the actual Order 66 kind of from a different perspective or at least redone in the animated form? Because that's that legal, man. That's I, I, feel like, I feel like you might see it from the Ahsoka angle. Yeah. Which yeah. That, That'll be sad to see, obviously, but. Yeah, uh, would, but it's wow. also think about. Yeah, you think about it, and you're like goosebumps, right? Like what? Where was she, and what happened when Order sixty six got Order sixty six got announced? Probably Mandalore, that... I assume. Oh, uh, well, dude, do you think are they going to bring back the musical theme from Revenge of the Sith when they were executing Order sixty six? Oh, that was nice. really like powerful track on the soundtrack. I bet. Uh, I'd be cool if it with, like, brought with back the, little parts of that. The choral music where it's, oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, oh instant, 
Oh my god. Cockhead Kid D's like he's like, come on, let's go, let's go. And he looks back and he's like, We can do this. Uh, oh no, we're not. Uh, see the oh, foot no. see the foot turn? Yes. That, yeah. Yeah. Oh <laughs> nice, Chris. Look at him. So he's Chris is showing it. off his vinyl. What is that? It's the Clone Wars soundtrack on vinyl. It's nice. still sealed. Oh. Is it the only is I mean is it the whole um the whole show? Or is it let me see. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's see it. Nice. Yeah, I, and and you know, Maul in this trailer has a big has a big focus as well. Oh, that's another thing. I'm so fucking stoked. I yeah. love Maul to death. He's so such. We oh, le- we left Maul how in the la- in the, what we in the previous season of Clone Wars. He's he was left alive. Which is by by Sidious, by Sidious, yeah. he was literally yeah. left alive. He could have been killed, but yes, Sidious sir. was like, "I have plans for you." I have plans for you. And in this trailer, you hear him talking like he knows about Order sixty six and about oh for sure what's going to happen. So that's, I mean, it makes sense, but I don't, I, I didn't, I don't know. I always was like, "What does Palpatine have in store for him?" I didn't realize he'd like tell him all his plans. <laughs> I mean, just Classic. tell him enough. Tell him enough to do his bidding. His Was will. he caught monologuing? <laughs> yeah. Classic Bond villain bullshit. Uh, breaking damn. the fourth wall. What a dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see Maul and try and get rid of any faces off against Ahsoka. That's how the trailer makes it look. I'm not sure yeah. that actually happens, but. Um, that's um, Ray Park, isn't it, doing some motion capture as well? Yes, it is. He's a, he's a lad, he is. What a lad. But Bo-Katan is in it, and Bo-Katan Kreese, cries? Kreese, cries? Kreese. And uh, we know she is an important person in the history and lore of Mandalore. <coughs> And I feel like her name mm-hmm. might be even mentioned in season two of Mandalorian because how not, how would it or not be? We could, oh, mm-hmm. no, never mind. Yeah. Because she's yeah. the last person we know to have the Darksaber. That's right. That's right. I keep forgetting because so, during season one, I was thinking that'd be cool if she came back. But then after the reveal, I was like, oh, yeah, no. Right, right. She's, yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, they have to give some kind of resolution or some kind of cliffhanger you know what i mean you have to give a little piece to let the viewer the layman viewer just like kind of see that connection somehow mm. Mm. yeah what's that character's name again ed bo katan so she is that, is that played by katie sacco oh yeah mm-hmm. yep she, she's 100 percent guaranteed she's gonna be in season two of mandalorian are you serious are you spoiling season two for me no <laughs> yeah. no no Cracks, mate telling you Loving it. Oh my god, dude. Are you serious? Katie Sackhoff? Yeah, yeah. That would be fucking awesome. If Bo Katan was Sackhoff. in Mandalorian. What a lad. What a lad. <laughs> Katie Sackhoff. Uh, what a lass. <laughs> what a what lass. A lass. <laughs> Star oh, that would be I, mean, awesome. you know, I mean, there's no way that the, the Darksaber could have. The only way that you can win the Darksaber or, or get the Darksaber in, in terms of Mandalore is if you. Beat him in combat, I guess, and let. But of course, flashback. This little one is not worth the effort. Yeah. Uh, it could be know. flashbacks. It could be flashbacks, but it, it will be flashbacks. I don't want it to be flashbacks. 
<laughs> I want it right here, right now. Mm-hmm. I want a present day. Bo-Katan present day would be f- present day Mandalorian. Would be fucking yeah, would be present cool. day long time ago. <laughs> present day long time ago. I mean, you just want to see this shit live action. That's all. Technically, yeah. it'd be like what, like eight years after Rebels, ish, something like that. When, when that happens, the, eight, eight to ten. The purge of Mandalore. Yeah, so she'd yeah, still be. be like she she'd still be all right. Yeah, she'd still be hot. You know, I don't know nothing. Just wanted to see you guys get excited. She'll still be hot. That's all. Yeah. That's all that matters. I, I still hit that. <laughs> Stop it! Stop oh, it. All the stuff that. I have to edit out. Awesome. Okay. Um, so I think I think having Bo-Katan in there will add that element for the Mandalorian lore. Like, oh, and and watching all the battles with the separatists. It showed separatist stuff on Mandalore. Like I don't even know what the conflict's gonna be because I thought it was Mandalore just fighting off everybody, including the clone troopers. Like I didn't. Well, that's know. what I'm saying is that Mandalore is literally fucked with by everybody. I yeah. feel so bad for them because they're like they're never left alone. Everyone's trying to fuck with them. It's like just leave them be, man. Just let them let them do their thing. You know. Jeez. Yeah. Well, it's it's Satine. That's what fucked it up. Uh, yeah. Satine's love for Obi Wan and Obi Wan's love for Satine. No, it's Satine's love for pacifism, which is what fucked it up. Yeah, that, you know, they true. are a warrior race. So I guess it does make sense if they, you know, there, there's no one better to fuck with than a warrior race because then you, you know, mm-hmm. it's what they're it's mm-hmm. what they're born for. Yeah, we should get you and McGregor in this. <laughs> We should get you and McGregor in everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Heard. Heard. Literally. And I think we will. I think we will. All right. Well, anything else on uh, the trailer you guys want to talk about? Nah, man. Put good. it Put it on my TV now. You guys doing any kind of rewatch up to it? <clears throat> I just finished mine. You finished I'm it? In the, nice. I'm, I'm in the middle of it right now, actually. Nice. Chris? I rewatched all of Next Generation for Picard, and I'm now doing Clone Wars. Nice. I got three episodes in, didn't I? Season one, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much. There's so much awesome Jar Jar action in Clone Wars. Come on, man. I've, I've seen it, Jar. I've seen it all except the the secret missions. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, the, the last. Yeah, the last season. You Kev's should just gonna, watch Kev's the last season. Kev's gonna let me know. I've seen it all once, and it. Like, I started again. Early like last year, and I just 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 watch the one with with Jar Jar and Mace Windu. That's that's a Master and Mace, Master and Mace. Mm. <laughs> so, so, some of it's amazing. Like some of it's amazing. I loved it. Like when uh, Palpatine's fighting Maul and Savage. That's just insane. Um, but then you've got that little frog guy. That little. <laughs> Oh, I love Steven Stanton, but come on, mate. You know what I mean? Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do it right. Or something like that. I don't know what yeah. That's definitely what it is. That's good. And a Jedi, a, a Jedi like Dexter Jetster, flying around, like taking people out in woods. And, no, I'm not having it there, mate. Come on. It's hard, <laughs> hard work. I know I have it. <laughs> oh, he work. had the two double-bladed, right? Lightsabers, uh, that Jedi. Yeah. I think that was him. That was, that was impressive. But um, yeah, we're all excited yeah, for it. Like, I'm not shitting on it. I love that you guys love it. Brilliant. I'm excited for you. I watch it. It looks good. Yeah. 
You'll get it uh, February, no, March. What is it, March 24th? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to have to watch it, aren't we? Kev will get it somewhere and yeah. we'll watch well, it. Well, March, and... March 2021, bro. <laughs> yeah. 22, are you sure it's not 2022? <laughs> some point. At some point. All right, let's go on to Jedi Fallen Order. So Chris is tagging along with, with the three of us to talk about... Thanks for being a good sport, lad. Uh, what a lad. Thanks. <laughs> to talk about Jedi Fallen Order, the video game. Um, it's sad Kev couldn't be here for this because I think he would like to talk about it. But uh, Josh is in... First. Has he finished it? We don't know if he's finished it. He may not have. He's been busy. He's been a busy lad. Uh, but Josh, avid video gamer, I thought we'd have him on. We can talk some uh, Jedi Fallen Order, talk about the story, even the gameplay and the engine a little bit, see what they could go with for forward from where, where they're at. But um, just to preface this, well, let's do a spoiler alert first. Am I going to play the same one again? It's the only one I have on my soundboard. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, do you want a live one? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the spoilers are strong with this one. Good. Good. <laughs> yes. Very oh, nice. Chef's kiss. That was perfect. <laughs> All right. So following i can't really follow that up with anything as good as that but um <laughs> jedi fallen order it felt like a genuine star wars story it was like and if you think of other video games you played it's like uncharted god of war prince of persia in one game what do you guys think yeah as uh, far as game yes it, well it, it's it's also kind of metroidvania too there's some Ooh. some of that as well especially mm-hmm. in the map mm-hmm. It's a little yeah. Yeah, oh my yeah, god! Yeah. It took me. It took me forever to understand that goddamn map. I'm like, wait, where am I? But I'm wait, wait, wait. The gear. Hello. But Hello. but once you understood it, once you understand that map, the game it just becomes so much clearer. It opens up. It's yeah. yeah you oh, gotta yeah. unlock the secrets that BD has within BD One. Mm. Oh, BD One. Yeah. AK, that AK, droid. Get, get that goddamn scumbling as soon as you can. Yeah. <laughs> BD one was awesome. That was a great concept to like solve that whole map and the like helper drive the story kind of person, kind of like companion. I like that. That yeah. was good with them. <clears throat> it was easy. It's easy to write in a droid rather than writing in like a person character because then that person character has to act the same way as with you. Whereas if you have a little droid that just chills out on your shoulder, you can bring that shit anywhere. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Great sounds for the droid to like. Yeah. Easy. Easy for producers. Um, yeah, right. Any initial thoughts on it? Like, uh, you, you finish the game. Is it your favorite Star Wars game you ever played? I mean, we already know what Josh's is, I guess, technically. <laughs> um, I would, for me, I would, I mean, nicely. I'm, I'm a toss-up between X-Wing versus TIE Fighter and Knights of the Republic for my favorite Star Wars game ever. But for for this, I think it ranks pretty friggin' high because it's a single-player story-driven game. It's not, it's not a fucking linear first-person shooter progressive like 
Dark Forces and Jedi Academy and all those were, which again were great games. Um, it wasn't a side scroller. It wasn't uh, the failed Star Wars Rebellion. Um, it was just a good quality, high graphic. You know, tickles your eyeballs as well as your ears, as well as challenging dexterity on your on your on your on your control pad. Like mm. bringing back like the actual being skillful with the controller. To, yeah. to be really good at this game. Because I was actually going to say the other the other game influenced obviously is Dark Souls. I mean yes. that's that's yeah. the combos, yeah. the way that you use the lightsaber, which we've all been waiting for a oh. game to use the lightsaber the way it was meant to be portrayed in a video <laughs> game, which is like a yeah. fucking sword. It's a fucking sword with bona fide like moves, you know? It, right. you gotta, goddamn. Yeah. Goddamn. Yep. Um I, I I really liked the characters, the voice acting, the uh, I, th- I really think you should have boned that Dathomir sis- the night sister. Oh, <laughs> oh, dude, dude, there's still time. There's still time. Yeah, the sequel. <laughs> yeah. Um, and speaking of Order sixty six, you know we're talking about Order sixty six in the in the uh, Clone Wars and having to relive it there. Uh, we actually, you actually relive it in this game, and it's sad. It's isn't it sad? Do you guys? It's get- sad, yeah. but it's so cool. Though. It's cool. Oh. It's cool, yeah. but it's it's sad. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. Watching sad. this this order of Jedi and all of them just like getting vanquished, mowed down. Yeah, yeah. It's sad. Sad. Before we get into the Force lore which is what i love about all of star wars uh anything you guys want to talk about like did you guys like the ship you like the like the the wing that turns and shit like all that stuff that reminds me of the b-wing i loved it um i didn't you didn't like that you didn't like it i didn't like (laughs) i thought the ship looked like a piece of shit i'm sorry I mean, come on, we're being honest here. I thought the ship looked really aw- like. How do you land that? If any part of that goddamn thing gets damaged, that shit ain't landed anywhere. Like I, I know, I know how pieces of equipment work. They break all the time. If that wing can't rotate, then uh, you're you ain't landing. I I think that the interior kind of reminded me a little bit of like what you'd see in. Um, Oh shit! Now I'm drawing a blank on the game series. Uh, Mass Effect. Yeah, like it had Mass a very yeah. Mass Effect vibe. Oh yeah. Um, which which kind of threw me a little bit because you know as as we've all come to love in Star Wars is that like used, you know that kind of original trilogy '70s used aesthetic, which there was still some in there, but I overall thought it was a very refreshing take on uh, on a ship. But you're right. It it's it it looks unwieldy. It like it looks like it's it's <laughs> about to fall apart L- listen well listen the and you you nailed it josh like the the vibe of the interior of the ship it was exactly what i pictured it would be it, w- it just felt so natural it was so cool had that grungy griminess to it like an old used car you know what i mean like it's it was it was very cool everything about it was great i mean 
just because I have a little poke woe at the uh, actual shape of this fucking weird blade thing flying and the, through the And the sky, captain but. who's like telling you to sit down every single goddamn time you get out of, you know, <laughs> jump. It's like, sit down. We're about. We're about. Oh, yeah, better sit down. We might, you might, you might fall or hurt yourself. Yeah, there. we're, 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 we're getting out of, out of hyperspace. You might want to sit your ass down. Yeah. Eh. It was like the button to hit when like it was done loading. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's like it's it's cool how video games nowadays are hiding their loading with like gameplay. You know oh, what I'm that, I love that. I love I, it. I I didn't really like the whole interjection of like he's in gamble. He, he's he's gambling. He's a gambling man, so he gets in trouble, but he gets you in trouble. And I just didn't like that. That was so awkward because it was weird. I didn't know where it was going. Like it was so random in the story, and I was like, I was we're fighting was. like. Yeah. Crime Lords now? What yeah, the, you, what yeah the you're like is... in an arena, right? You're talking about the arena yeah. thing? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't know, know if it was a, a vision or a flashback or I don't know what was going on. It was weird. Though. Well, see, I think I think that, that's what makes that scene so great because it made you feel like you've just been abducted from your game. It's like, well, you, you got that feeling. It's like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. I haven't like checked out the rest of this fucking area yet before this bounty hunter just swoops in and takes me away. It's like, no, like I was onto something. I want to continue this mission. Why am I doing this storyline here? Yeah, and that's, that's true. That, that, that's the thing. It's just like, that's part of the story. Like this other guy's little side thing. I mean, I love the fact that he was a gambler, you know. Just, yeah. Just, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that happened in Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption too, right? Like, uh, yeah, just kind sure. of suddenly get taken away from what you were doing, and then you like on that island, Red Dead yeah, Redemption. You get, exactly, you get uh, gets plopped into your own like you know, another little yeah, sub story yeah. plot. Ah, you get I thrown right back to where you were, and it's like, okay, why was that? I, I liked his fuzzy face? I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was that was interesting. <laughs> I I uh, if I can mention. I wish it was a little bit more open world like Knights of the Old Republic is, or was, rather. It still felt like a little bit linear, which is fine. Whatever. I get it. Like, it can't it can't be super huge. That'll be some other game that EA doesn't have the money to spend on. But looking at it from the perspective of super open world, not quite there, but really close. Well, to keep keep the to maintain the the story, or I guess the the strength of the story, you would have to keep it sort of, you know, sort of linear. Because, you know, if you if you do a true open world game, the story kind of can come off the rails pretty quickly, and, and yeah. you kind of have to plan your uh, encounters, you know, to fit the the story. Which one right. of the encounters that I absolutely fucking loved was Malakos, the Dark Jedi, that just like. Oh, dude! Is that the guy throws off his Dathomir or whatever? Yeah, he yeah. throws off his shirt, and it's like like uh, <laughs> the old the old Jedi dude from from the throughout the original Thrawn trilogy. That yes. you know. Oh my yeah, god! Like, I never made that connection. But, yeah, he throws oh. off his shirt. And he's kind of like he's got the beard, but he's jacked as shit, and he's got all the tattoos. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Uh, what's yeah. his name? Kaboth or Kaboot? Uh, yes, a Jet Jorah Sabayoth. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Sabayoth. Sabayoth? I always said Kaboth. Is that weird? Jerus. I always said, yeah. when I was like 10 years old, when I read it, when I was like, Sabayoth. What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool. Was I cool never made that. Oh, my God. Was, That's a great that was connection. the hardest fucking yeah, level. Harder yeah. than the second sister, which doesn't make any sense because she's the villain, like the main <laughs> big bad. But also, right. talking about her... I loved her character. I loved the voice acting work. I loved the animation. That character was incredible. We, and I forget her actual name. Are we but... talking about Trilla? 
Petrilla, yeah. The oh. former Padawan of Seer. Seer? Ah. Uh, Seer. With yeah. the crazy eyes. Seer Junda. Yeah, whatever. crazy eyes. That's true. Wide eyed, hyperthyroidism, something going on. <laughs> but, uh, uh, sorry, pharmacy joke. So, bring it to, because we're talking about Seer. So let's let's talk about the story. So Sears master is mas- uh, Cordova, right? Mm-hmm. He hit a holocron with a list of like young force sensitives children, and uh, the the whole game premise is you're on a quest to get that so that you can st- restart the Jedi Order. Uh, but if you've caught up on the comics, you know that Jocasta knew. This is from the Charles Sewell series. Chris, have you finished reading the Charles Sewell Darth Vader series? Uh, I read the first page. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> you'll you'll encounter this in, in in a later comic, like a bunch of I'm comics. I'm the best after Star Wars fan I am. <laughs> so Jocasta knew, Big as fan. we as we know, is the librarian, the Jedi librarian. You see her. I know who she in is. The movie. Yeah, yeah. And she she escapes and has that list, and apparently, she gives that list to Cordova, and that's that's how that's where that comes into play. Oh yeah, that's a connection. I love it. Can we just say fucking tech by tech Braytac, Master Braytac from Stargate, Tony Amendola? No, nobody. Okay, I'm really old. Has anybody ever seen Stargate? No, 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 no I no. stayed away from Stargate. No. I'm sorry. Wow. Just dusting okay. all this tumbleweed off my laptop. <laughs> oh, Stargate fans, you guys. God. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, you can finish your point if you want. No, I'm just saying. Tony Amendola, fucking lad. Fucking lad. Oh, who, does okay. he, who does he play in the game? Cordova? Yeah, Master Cordova. Oh, he does? Oh, I didn't know Mas- that. Okay. He's also in the Mask of Zorro. Nice. Uh, nice. Ah, okay, I'm with you now. I'm with you. Now. All right. Nah, yeah, it's okay. So Trilla was the former Padawan of Seer who has kind of taken you, the player, or Cal Kestis, under her wing. She's shut herself off from the Force like Luke did in The Last Jedi because she got captured by the Empire and tortured and used the dark side to get free because she gave up the location of her Padawan, blah, 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 Trilla, who we're talking about. The second sister? What's her name? Which sister? Tr- tr- second. Second sister. Second yeah. sister? Yeah, I think it's the second. Yeah. So uh, she was tortured. Both were tortured. Trilla broke and became an Inquisitor, and Seer used the dark side and escaped and then shut herself off from the Force. Right? Yep. And so they go on this quest to find this holocron of all these young forced children. And it involves going to the history of like the force going to like old ass temples and, and unlocking puzzles. Awesome. Yeah. It's really fun. You go Cause, unlo- cause, oh no, sorry. No, go ahead. I, go ahead. I didn't mean that. Cause I was, I was going to say, cause it brings in other like, it introduces the Zepho, which are completely unknown to us before this game, which is a yeah. ancient race of force users that 
I, I forget the tie. Do you remember what the tie-in for them was? Like why they're in, even in the game? I don't remember. They're an ancient force-using culture that turned some of them, at least, turned dark. That could harness. Well, we, for... well, we know Cordova was studying them, right? Pops. Yes, yeah. that's so. right. He was studying them because he wanted to find out what the origin of the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just learning more about the force. Learning more origin. In the fact that, like, maybe the the entire species or the entire culture were force wielders. It wasn't like selective, like it was. Yeah, it, no, the entire species was, I believe, sort of like you like the Yoda species. Maybe that's what it was. Well, that's that we. That's just a supposition. We don't know yet. So Cordova, sensing his life was soon coming to an end, trusted his companion droid, BD-1, which is who you end up getting in one of the temples, with video messages detailing his journeys across Bogano, Zepho, Kashyyyk, and Dathomir. He, he loved the Zepho culture. He found this vault, and he essentially hid that holocron he got from Jocasta New in this vault and only anyone that could figure out the Zepho culture and all that crap could get it. it oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. So that that's the connection with Cordova. Uh, so going forward and finalizing our review slash talk of this game, I loved it. Um, I'm not sure... Have you played it again at all? You just played once through and you're done, Josh? Um, I played. I, I tried to get the 100% on like is to find all the different because that's the kind of cool thing is all the different uh, places have like collectibles that you can get, which are all pretty much just cosmetic, like lightsaber colors and poncho colors and shit. That poncho is Ooh, fugly yeah. as hell. Yeah. Oh I, I wish I wish you could go like robes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But uh, but you could get those those little the really cool little bits of force lore and like force story from the little echoes or whatever that you find throughout. So I did try and I played it after I beat it a couple days after I beat it to try and 100 percent it didn't get around to it. Haven't played it since because I've just been playing other games. But um, yeah, same. The the story alone kept me playing it consistently because it was like one of those things where you play the game and then you play it and play it and play it. You don't stop playing it to play another game. You just play it all the way through to finish it. Yeah, I was hooked. And that end, yeah, and the ending was worth it, especially. Ooh. Although it might be a little bit too too running too far ahead, but that Vader at the end, the big reveal, Vader's in the game. I mean, he's that in the Vader, trailer. He's in the trailer. Well, he's in the trailer. That's true. But the Vader looked off. It was very, very off. I don't know what it was. It was like it was not like, realistic enough, or like like no. It was the that? Revenge of the Sith Vader, and the Revenge of the Sith Vader is kind of weird. His helmet. I don't. I don't know. It just didn't look right. Ah, uh, like a, a you're going cosplay or whatever it looks like. I don't know, wise. but he was scary as fuck because yeah, you like was. straight up run from him. Like you don't even try to fight him. You're like, <laughs> like you fight him a little bit, but you're just like. <laughs> Ah, yeah. I'm out of five thousand. There's like, no <laughs> chance. Yeah, yeah. No chance. No chance. Yeah. Yeah. It was scary. That's for sure. The game does a good job making it very dramatic as you're running yeah. from him through the Inquisitor base. What do you call the, it? Yeah. The something Inquisitorious. But yeah, he's yeah. he's tearing that. I mean, I guess it's already kind of fucked up, but. Vader has a tendency to tear shit up he doesn't need to be tearing up. It's like all the stuff that's paid for by the Emperor, like by the Empire. He's like, that. Eh, I'm just going to 
Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw. I'm just gonna throw my. You know, throw you know my what, force Josh? around. It's insignificant. Yeah, next, that's right. <laughs> next to the power of the force, of the he's force. he's like doing home demo at his at his palace there at Mustafar. He's doing home demo. He's like. I want to tear out this bathroom. <laughs> just like like thro- throwing up the forest powers, just like blowing the shit up out of it. Hey, like... spe- speaking of which, did you guys see the the latest Adam Driver SNL? Yes. It was, it yeah. was last night. Yeah. yeah. With uh, he's not the radar technician anymore. Now he's Randy. The what is it? I didn't. I didn't see that part. I only saw his intro. Oh shit! Okay, we won't talk about it then. We'll talk about it next week. He's just wanna... too serious, man. It's... He's funny. But he's serious. Yeah. Well, I mean, like on purpose, <laughs> though. On purpose. <laughs> I think he definitely does it on purpose. Like I'm pretty. I don't sure know, he man. Laughs. I don't know. He's. I think he's too serious, man. He's <laughs> he's too 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 into it. I don't know. <laughs> I love the guy. He's a great actor, but he's too serious, dude. I'm excited to see you see what you think of it. But um, yeah. So, what do you think of them using this this game engine, gameplay style, for future sequels, or maybe even different characters, new characters, going back to the High Republic? Kind of like, I don't know, like, what... what you want them well, to I, continue with this, improve on it? Did you find flaws in it? Like, well, what do you think? I mean, there's never going to be a perfect perfect game, and there's some, there's some definitely some... Um, as far yes, as the there game, is, Josh, called Tetris. <laughs> yeah. That's true. He makes if a good you're point. good at Tetris, maybe. I love Tetris. I'm Tetris is good, but I mean that might be a near perfect game. But no, the, the game engine. Um, if Respawn does any more, uh, Respawn is the developer that that um, that made it. If Respawn does any more Star Wars games, I'm fucking down for it because I love Mesa Apex Legends and some Titanfall. And they did not uh, disappoint in terms of like the way that they deliver the verticality of the character, like the running and the jumping and the parkour and all that stuff. And the, the game engine ha- held up pretty well. Um, I think we're getting a new game through Project Luminous, I heard, is kind of what yeah, the, it's like. There's, there's rumors. There's rumors going around. There's a new game, 2022? Yeah. 22, around there. And I really hope it's not. EA because I is you know because EA can suck a dick. Um, I like I like Respawn and Respawn did a great job with with the constraints the, the lack thereof because the, I don't think they really constrained them too much like they did Battlefront Two story but which I did like Battlefront Two story but um, I would like to see another developer take on an open world Star Wars game. Yeah, yeah, uh, and hey, maybe have, one of the. Have you played uh, God of War? Oh yeah. So like yeah. I'm I'm playing it now. And like I know they took developers from God of War for Jedi Fallen Order, and I'm finding like so many similarities in like the gameplay and story and stuff. And I am like I'm loving it because of it. I'm like, but then I and then I'm realizing that that they held back, like they could have done like because I felt like God of War went all in with some things and i'm like oh this is amazing yeah but you got to be careful with star wars because the because you know you got that you got that such a lovable fan base probably one of the most lovable fan bases of any franchise in the history star wars fans are some of the greatest no fuck dude they they'd be all over that shit if one one little mistake 
they would have been tearing that game to pieces because it's already EA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, oh my god, dude! You, they with what they were able to do with the story, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But like, oh God forbid you do something different, step on toes, and yeah, yeah, like, God, fucking. Yeah, I, I I love the engine. I want them to use it for further things. Go out unknown regions. Do what the fuck. Use Cal even more. I don't know. Oh yeah, well Cal Cal got some flack for not being a really great character, and while he was fairly boring and kind of bland, I liked the way that he handled certain things, and I, I liked like how him. he wasn't he wasn't like super duper full of himself. Kind of like, <laughs> you know, your stereotypical, um, what's his face, Ezra. Yeah. Although Ezra ended up turning out very well, but you know he wasn't like, yeah. "Oh, I'm a Jedi. I've got a lightsaber. I'm a Jedi now. <laughs> you can't touch me." He wasn't in you the know? Rise of Skywalker, was he? Who <laughs> <laughs> wasn't one of the voices? Ezra. Oh yeah, that's right. He was so, not. So that means he's still alive. Maybe. Oh yeah, and that might tripping over shit and doing <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like his character. I like his character. Yeah, I, I yeah. like his character, but I think the development of it was a little choppy. Yeah. Well, you just give me a Thrawn. You just give me a Thrawn video game. I'll be set. I, yeah. I just I want to see because he did. He was in um, the one of the other. I think it was like Tie the Tie Fighter series or whatever the old games, and it had Thrawn with the Yeast Lamari wrapped around his neck from like Ooh. the original Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. But like, uh, could you imagine a, a, an RTS? And you have one campaign where you play as Thrawn, and you have to make strategic choices based entirely upon like finding out clues. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, the, more, like, the more the more art you research, the more <laughs> you can like predict. So you can like yeah. see where the enemy ships are going and shit. Exactly. Oh. You're like, mm, this piece of art tells me they're gonna make a left turn here. Mm, <laughs> I'm gonna head them off. Oh, that is perfect. Let's make a game. Yeah, I can't. I wish I could do it. The actual Thrawn voice, but I can't. <laughs> Yeah. I've got no idea what you guys are talking it's, about. It's all right, Chris. It's all right. Uh, so James, <laughs> James has left us because it's that time of night. It's it's 6.30 p.m. I don't know. He leaves. Uh, so I, we have one email. I'm just going to read it. It's from Jeff, longtime listener. We love Jeff Pierman. He's amazing. He says, hey, guys, short email today. Thank you. But just wanted to thank you all for being a positive force in the Star Wars podcast verse. Yeah. yeah there's a reason i've been listening to you guys for 80 or so episode episodes now keep up the good work oh thanks jeff love it what a lad what's a lad does he get lad status i think he does oh, he already did does he already have lad status i'm pretty sure he does i probably shouldn't i probably shouldn't be saying that if it's if there's a status oh there is the, oh yeah we have the right we grant ladness now <laughs> I don't have the right to bestow that kind of power. You do, Josh. You do. Oh, yeah? You do. Because you're, you're an absolute lad. Aw, thanks. You're already there, buddy. All right, do you know who so. else is an absolute lad? Listen it, and good friend of mine, Craig Roberts. I oh, don't know yes. if you saw her on Twitter this week, just recently, this weekend. He's modified a six-inch Black Series battle droid oh, into yep. Mr. Bones. I saw and it. it looks Fucking incredible! Exactly how Mr. Bones look like. I'm Unbelievable! So glad did it. So glad. I love that. Well, Craig. Cool. Absolute lad. I feel. Does did, he do other customs? Do you know? Does he do other custom figures and stuff? 
he showed me a three and three quarter one that he was working on on his phone last time I saw him, and he said he was going to do a six inch, but I've never seen him do any others. But I'm sure he does. <laughs> Because he does, he does a lot of costuming, so he's like well into that shit. He does uh, artwork too. I feel like, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm friends yeah. with him on Twitter, but only be through like all you guys. I but I feel like that's a that's the kind of guy I should get to know more. You should, you should. He's coming to celebration as well. He's proper excited. Oh, yeah. oh sweet. So Good back Lord. to the email. Sorry, Jeff. Back to your email. Oh, I thought that was it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Is it more sorry? <laughs> I was like, what a lad. Yes. Oh, dear. Sorry, mate. It's all right. It's all right. My fault. No, no, no. It's fine. I think he'll appreciate it. But anyway, so he says, now that The Rise of Skywalker has pretty much exited theaters and we've had a little over a month to digest everything, what would each of you say is the standout moment of the movie for you? He says, I have trouble picking just one myself but I think the appearance of Han was it for me. And seeing Kylo finally break and come back to the light catches me in the feels still. Stay scruffy, Jeff. Hmm. Nice, nice. I, I, I have mine. Do you guys want me to go first? You guys want to go for it. So, so mine, mine is like the fucking going the lightning up into the sky, and then all the Jedi like coaxing Ray to stand up and stand for all the Jedi. Like I would just, just goosebumps. Like I cannot. That is the the moment of the movie where I'm like, I just start smiling. I I I can't help but smile in that scene. Awesome. It's so good. Yeah, the bit the bit that keeps getting me the last few few watches is it's Lando's running at the end. It's fucking brilliant when Poe thinks everything's gone for shit. Yes, and, but you're not alone. Oh. But you're not alone. And then John Williams like tickles my heartstrings like, and then we get the shot and there's like fucking ten thousand ships and it's just like oh it's brilliant gooses every time i just wish i just wish that had not been spoiled they'd not shown that in the trailer because it would have just been incredible yeah because i just i agree you knew it was coming but like i I love that bit and the the line where um the imperial the first order guy says it's they've not got a navy it's just people yeah i love that brilliant yeah. We're just I fighting against like everybody. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it goes back to the the days of the rebellion, man. It's just mm. people. It's just people. That's right. Lando coming in, Lando's laugh, John Williams, and just the 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 idea behind it all just mm. it's just people. It's fantastic. I love that. <sighs> Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Josh, you got a moment? Yeah, it's really hard to choose. Um, There's a few I know that's like hits you. Well, it's it's just well the the one the one that continues to I I think because because there's like the emotional one and then there's the like the super fun one. But I'll pick the super fun one. I just love the 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 saber just Ray giving Ben the saber through the force and that shrug that he does. Yes. But before that, the really cool bit that I I didn't notice until my second or no, even my third viewing was when he shoots 
without looking like Han yeah. does. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, yes. oh, man, that's that's Han's son. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. No, it's just so good, man. Like, just the shrug, and he just lays into the Knights of Ren. And I'm just like, because they, you know they're fucked. They have no chance at that point. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's one of many. There's well, a lot of what was the moments. what was more of the emotional like every single time, and this continues to happen to me every single time I see it, and I've seen it like five, I think either five or six times, can't remember. When Chewie falls to the ground, there's <laughs> there's something about that where like they look, they all look at Chewie, yeah, and it's that moment that we that we should have got when when he you know like later on when he was grieving Han, but like in that moment, he knows that Leia's gone and he just falls and I'm just like even like talking about it sort of like gets me. Like it's just it's so fucking gut wrenching, dude. It's like oh chewy. Oh fuck. And it hits on so many levels. <laughs> dude it's, it's like Harry yeah. Fisher. Like yeah, it's just oh yeah. It's, same. It's, 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 in that it's, moment he's realizing that, that all his friends have gone. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, dude. Oh, uh, that sad. continues to get me for yeah. sure. Yep. yep. Jonas killed it. True. It's it's a it's a good movie, guys. Go see it if you haven't seen it already. Go see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Go see all right. It. It's it's a good movie, guys. Go see it. Well, thanks for the email, Jeff. That was awesome. Yes, Jeff. Yeah, love that. We like talking about that stuff. All right. So that ends episode 105. We are moving on up in the hundos. So uh, we are not having an episode next week because, well, are we? The Americans won't be on the episode next week. But if the Brits want to do one, because we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, there's something called the Super Bowl happening next Sunday. My team's not in it. So, f- fuck those other teams. Yeah, well, might need a mid midweek like coaching session, but we'll uh, sort something for that. I'm sure. Right. Yeah, if you guys want to record something, go ahead. Definitely back in two weeks. And uh, thanks for listening, episode 105. Thanks, Josh, for coming on with us. Thank you. Cheers, Josh. Absolutely, always a pleasure what? having you. What a lad. Save the dream. Sanka, you dead man. Yeah, man. <laughs> this party's over.